Well, hey there, podcast listener. How are you today? Like, really? Because if I could be honest, you're looking a little stressed out. And that's okay, because I've got your back. Because if you are feeling stressed out with life and work, left to feel unfulfilled, stuck, and ready for a new chapter to begin, well, I'm inviting you to change that. Because I want you to sit down with me and let's figure out a plan together, your life's roadmap, taking you from where you are right now and getting you to where you want to be. All you have to do is head on over to workwithkevin.coach. That is workwithkevin.coach to sign up. Until then, enjoy today's episode. This desire to be in this new chapter of life where you truly feel as though you're, you're being a help to people and, and doing what you basically just described, where, where does that come from? I think I've always felt that way because I think my childhood impressed upon me the need for caring for others. My mother took care of my Mima when I was little and she was struggling. My Mima had cancer. And, you know, children perceive things that adults don't always recognize. Welcome to Grit, Grace, and Inspiration. I'm your host, Kevin Lowe, and I'm excited to welcome you inside. This is the kind of place where your glass will never be anything other than half full because we choose to focus on the positive side of life. Now, this doesn't mean that we shy away from the real talk. No, not a chance. Matter of fact, we explore all aspects of life from the good, the bad and the ugly. But all of that is done with one purpose, to inspire you to never give up on life, even when it may seem like life has given up on you. Now I get it. Life is hard. But starting today, you've got grit, grace and inspiration. Well, hello, and welcome to another episode of Grit, Grace, and Inspiration. My name is Kevin Lowe, and I am excited to have you joining me today. Today is episode 123, and, well, we're mixing things up here on the podcast. Because today's episode isn't an interview. It's not a solo episode. Instead, it's a coaching call. Yes, a live coaching call. Between me and, well, somebody just like you. There's a question that so many times we ask. We ask people on the phone. We ask people in person. We ask our colleagues. We ask our friends. We ask our mother. We ask our brother. How are you? Followed by them nodding their head, saying, oh, doing good. And we move on with the conversation. Well, I would like us to back up a few minutes. And let's revisit that question. How are you? But this time, let's add one more word. How are you? Really? Because the truth of the matter is, is that that question holds a lot of power. It means that we care about somebody. We're interested in knowing how they are. But in relation to today's topic, I want you to start asking yourself that question. Now, remember, it's not just how are you, but rather, how are you really? If you start asking yourself this and then pausing, 
Don't say anything. Don't think. Just wait a minute and let your mind respond. That's called checking in with yourself. And sometimes I feel like we need to do that more often than we do because we need to get that self-check. Like, hey, Kev, how are you doing today? Pause and then let yourself respond. Why I bring this up is because inside of today's episode, it's a lot of thought-provoking questions like that. Now, what's exciting about this style of episode here on the podcast is, like I said, it can be you. And so as I go through this coaching call today, I would like you at the same point to be thinking, wow, what would my answer be to that question? And even more so, if you want to actually be on this podcast, to actually be the person getting a free coaching session with me, well, you can do that. Matter of fact, inside of the show notes for today's episode is a link for you to apply to be on this very podcast to go through one of these coaching calls with me. The point in these coaching calls is to help you gain clarity and hopefully get unstuck in moving forward in life. With that said, I want to introduce you to the person I'm speaking with today. Her name is Christine. Now, I understand that some of the topics that may be affecting your life are sensitive. They're not something that you want to openly broadcast to the world. So if that is a hesitation on you being like, oh, man, this is awesome. Well, I can say this. You can remain anonymous. Or if you don't care, you're like, you know what? Let's let's live it out. Let's be free. I don't care who knows. Well, just be assured that I'll only use your first name just to uh, keep some type of privacy for you. Now, with all of that said, all of that out of the way, let's get on with today's episode, a coaching call with Christine, where we're diving into where she's stuck at in life and hopefully figuring out her next right step to move her forward. So Christine, I would love to start by asking you if you can kind of give me an overview, what's going on in your life and in, you know, kind of what troubles are you facing? What's, you know, one big obstacle kind of holding you back and and just kind of give me an overview and, and we'll go from there. Well, first of all, I'd like to say that I have been on this life journey and my entire life, I have always wondered, okay, what is my purpose? You know, what, what am I going to do with my life? And I've done lots of different things. But honestly, sometimes I've looked back and during the times I was doing various things, I kept thinking, well, there's got to be more. There's got to be more. And I'm not quite where I need to be. So there was this lack of contentment for, for lack of a better way of explaining it. And I was really good at some of those things. And I don't say that in a boastful way. I'm saying that because I have grown. There was a time where I didn't think I was good at anything. So a lot of personal growth on my journey that brought me to this place of I'm in a new season where I'm looking back and I'm like, all of those things that I did, they were successful. So I had to reevaluate what is my definition of successful and therefore 
what do I want my life to look like now? So I'm in a good season of enjoying the simplicity of life and yet balancing that out with what is next? You know, what do I pursue next? Because we have to have money to live. <laughs> and yet what I'm currently doing, I'm, I'm not making very much money. So there's this whole connection of what do I do now that can stay true to my values and true to what I believe in and find that contentment and still like be able to live. So yeah. <laughs> does that make any sense at all? It, it does. It does. 100%. Of course. Yeah. So in terms of this conversation today, when, when you look at the big picture and you kind of narrow it down, like what do you truly want to achieve? I think I really would like to be able to encourage others, inspire them, because I feel like I've struggled my whole life to be comfortable in my own skin. And I'm at a place now where I am. But I struggled for so long and I would like to be able to assist others that they don't maybe don't have to struggle as much or don't have to feel so lost. And so the concept of the mind, the body, the spirit, combining those things and encouraging people on their journey. So and I don't know what that looks like, honestly. How does one do that? And I'm I'm just I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. I love it. I love it. So I'm curious, I mean, where do you feel like this comes from? This this desire to be in this new chapter of life where you truly feel as though you're you're being a help to people and, and doing what you basically just described. Where where does that come from? I think I've always felt that way because I think my childhood impressed upon me the need for caring for others. My mother took care of my Mima when I was little and she was struggling. My Mima had cancer. And, you know, children perceive things that adults don't always recognize. And, you know, as a child, I remember I must have felt that that tension and that desire for my Mima to get well. And she had cancer for five years before she died. And I was 10 when she died. And or nine. And it was very, very impactful in my life. And at that point, I really couldn't process it or I didn't understand it. But I think this desire that others are well, and all the emotions that go with seeing someone suffer, and then eventually die, led me when I did go to college, my, deg my first degree was in social work. Because when I went to college, I didn't know what I was going to do. I was there for two years. I was then somebody said, you've got to declare a major. You can't just keep taking general ed. You've got to declare a major, you know. And so I chose social work because I thought I like psychology. I like sociology. I like the idea of studying people and how they relate to one another. And I really it stems back, I think, from this desire that to want others to be well and I saw the impact of those, if you're not well, or a loved one, a loved one is not well, the toll that that takes on the rest of the family and just your life. So having said all that, the desire for people to live their best life, and I know you can't do that if you're physically sick, 
You cannot do that if you're mentally or emotionally distraught. You can't do that if you are missing the spiritual component. There is a lostness until you become a whole person and take inventory of all of those parts. So, you know, I think my desire in pursuing social work was that I thought, okay, I can help people. And so I got into social work. And the problem with that is I was helping people, but there was such a burnout because of all the regulations and all the things that you had to document. I, I like just being with the people. And yet there was so much on the other end administratively that left me feeling just totally discouraged from continuing. So to answer your question, I know that was a long answer. I've always had a desire to help others, to serve others, to be of use to others, to encourage others, because I feel like everybody needs that. We, we need people in our lives that love us and that want to come alongside of us and help us on our journey. So that is, I've always wanted that. And I've sought to do that in many different ways. So help me, Kevin. I need your help. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. So, so I'm kind of curious, you know, because I, I feel like it, it kind of goes back to the statement that it's hard to get where you're going if you don't know exactly where that is in the first place. And Absolutely. So, and so I would, I'm curious, let's paint the ideal scenario. It's however long down the line, it's a year from now. What is the ideal scenario in this realm? What are you doing? <laughs> That's an awesome question. Well, I'm reevaluating things that I've invested myself in time, money. This is significant to my, my process. I joined a multi-level marketing business in 2013. At the time, I was also pursuing a yoga certification. I am a yoga instructor. I currently do that. I love it, but I'm not making much money from it. So I'm saying that to say I enjoy it. I love it, but I can't make a living necessarily. And that's just one piece to the whole puzzle. The other thing, this multi-level marketing business I've really struggled with it over the years because I was not really raised with a mindset that I could like run a business or even have a career. I was just going to get married and have babies kind of thing. That was the mentality that I was raised with. And so just having a career or feeling the idea of working and earning money has always been foreign to me. Like, you know, I've worked jobs and stuff, but there's a piece to the puzzle there of figuring out emotionally what's holding me back from financial freedom. And I've been on that for quite a while and making some progress, but I really feel like I'm at a good place of evaluating, do I stick with this multi-level marketing business? And so I'm going on, I'm going to the annual convention Wednesday and I'm excited because I'm just going to, I'm going to sit back. I'm going to take it in. I'm going to evaluate. Is this company something I will continue or not? Because we only have so much energy in every day. We have to decide what we're going to put our attention to and what we're going to invest in. So that's huge because I've, I've, I mean, we're going on 10 years. I've invested in kind of this, this company 
And on top of that, I created my own little sole proprietorship called Peaceful Living. And I love it, but it's not really off the ground either. And so I have to say, what do I do different? Do I, mm-hmm. do I revamp that? Do I, you know, what does that look like? Because I even had a website created, you know, I've done several things. So I just don't, I don't know. I think a good step for me is to evaluate, do I keep this multi-level marketing business going or do I shut it down and completely go in another direction? Because I never thought it was going to be all encompassing. I thought it was just going to be a piece to the rest of my pursuits. Yeah. Okay. So I guess here's my question. This multi-level marketing business, if it was going amazing and and it exceeded all expectations, does it serve the purpose of what you truly want to do? Yes. And that's why I held on to it. I believe in the company. I think it's awesome. I believe in the products. I just have really fought with the idea of selling And as much as I say that, everybody says, oh, you're not selling the product, you're sharing, you're giving people opportunity. But when it comes down to it, people have to have money to buy it. So this is where my problem is, Kevin. I end up giving stuff away because I want people to be well. (laughs) And then I'm not making money. Yes. So, So let's go back. Let's go back to the drawing board. Okay. Let's go back to that dream scenario a year from now. What is it that you're doing? What is the dream life for you when you wake up in the morning? What is that? Wow. Do you want to be selling products? Do you want to be working one-on-one with people? Do you want to be walking into a yoga studio teaching yoga? What, you know, I'm, I'm just kind of curious Look at the drawing board. You know, you have an opportunity of the future, which literally is a blank slate. And I look at it and I go, what do you truly want? I think it's what I established a couple of years ago that didn't really take off the ground. I have a wonderful cousin who helped me with a website and I connected with some technology that allowed people to go to that website and to click on options of services that I provided and book appointments. So here's the thing. I think I'm most successful one-on-one with people. And I've even thought about, you know, a coaching certificate or something where, because I've done this with people where I've provided something called aromatherapy massages. I've counseled people with, you know, like a healthcare program. These are the things you need to do for mind, body, spirit. Like I like, I think developing that because I would have complete control over my schedule and I could do that the hours that I wanted to and not, I've never been a nine to five person. I've never been able to just, that's never been satisfying to me. So I think the key would be to reevaluate how do I do that and who do I market it to kind of a, yes. Because that way I could teach yoga one-on-one or I could do online classes. And I want to focus on the emotional part. I've done a lot of training with like trauma 
I'm constantly watching documentaries, webinars, and whatever. So really focusing in on the emotional part because I'm very leery about telling people anything that has to do with their physical. And I think that's what stopped me in the past with this multi-level marketing business is there's a physical component. Well, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nurse. I don't feel comfortable telling people, here, take this particular oil for that particular. I, I just like, ooh. I almost cringe because I don't want to tell anybody anything that's going to hurt them or harm them. And everybody's, you know, I just feel very, very insecure about that. But the emotional part, I think in answer to your question, I think I want to focus on people's emotional well-being and their spiritual well-being. Does that make sense? Because that's where I feel most comfortable from my own experience, my own life experience. I can say, this is what's helped me. Yes. Yeah. I haven't had a lot of health ones. So this is why, this is why I'm, you're helping me narrow it down, Kevin. I've not had a lot of health problems. And so I've never had a lot of success with people who have a bunch of health problems. And then they want me to recommend certain, like, like I don't feel comfortable with that. But emotions, oh yeah, I've been through depression, I've been through anxiety, I've been through grief, I've been through loss. Like I feel very qualified in this sense and I have compassion for people that have emotional distress in their lives. Stress, how do we overcome stress? Like I have learned what tools work for me, what resources work for me and I can share that, not that what I'm doing will will necessarily be exactly right for you, but there's a variety of things that can help. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. So I love this. I love where we're going with this. And so my next question is, is so we, we, we're kind of getting this idea of where we're headed. And so I would love to ask you again, thinking big picture down the road, what is your life going to look like to make you realize I've made it? The dream has come true. <laughs> Cha-ching! No, seriously. I I think it's it's pulling the pieces together and believing that it can work. I think the mindset has to be with no matter how many times I perceive that I have failed. You know, how many times have I tried this and this and this and that, that I think it's letting go of the failed attempts in knowing that there's clarity in what did not work and then being open to the possibilities of let's try something new and belief, the belief that something new is going to work because I have been transforming to this point. All of the experiences I've had has led me to be able to step forward and to get out of being stuck. I know what does not work. And that's part of the, the win there, as I know what has not worked. Let's put that down and let's try something new. Now, what that is, I'm, I yeah. haven't figured out yet. I haven't figured that out yet. But talking to you <laughs> is helping me. It's helping me, Kevin, because yes. it's making me sit here and really focus because it's hard to think about what my life is going to look like in one year from now. Like that that's hard yeah. to to even visualize, but, but to be intentionally present, it's, it's, it's necessary. We can't just wish it's going to get better. No, 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 no. 
I, I'm going to listen to your words of wisdom, Kevin. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's what I was going to say is I think, I think where a lot of us get stuck sometimes is we've had so many things in life that have gone wrong. Dreams that have never come true. Plans that have gone astray. And so what it does is it kind of leaves this scar on us. And it makes us kind of guarded against dreaming, against having ideas for the future because we know that more times than not, life gets in the way of those dreams. But I do believe that in situations like this, like you are in, we have to let ourselves create that dream scenario that so that we know what we're chasing after. Because like I said, in order for you to get in the car and go on a trip, you got to know where you're going. Otherwise, you're just going to drive around in circles. (laughs) And so. (laughs) Yes. And so my next question that I would love to ask you in furthering help to kind of nail this down is what would be the nightmare situation a year from now? What would what do you want? to avoid happening in a year from now? Wow. I would say the nothing factor, (laughs) the staying the same, the not moving forward. To me, that would be the nightmare is, is to still be stuck, to still be wondering, to still be not able to fully live. And I already feel like that would not be possible because I'm on this journey where every day I get up, I'm, I, I really feel like I'm open to transformation. So I honestly think that I'm on a good path right now. And something I have not mentioned is a big priority in my life is I'm a caregiver. And that role has helped me personally because it's given me time and space to be present and to enjoy each day for what it is. So in being this caregiver, I've had time to really work on myself to incorporate satisfaction and contentment because I will ask my, my sweet person, I won't disclose, but I will say, I mean, the questions I'm asking her are the questions I'm thinking I should be answering myself. And, and one of the things I will ask her is what, what, what do you want to do if you were well, if you were physically capable, what would you want to do? And so just this past Monday, I give her this wish list every Monday. I put the paper in front of her and I say, what's your, what's your wish list for this week? And it was different. This past Monday, I said, let's get beyond the limitations of where you're at. If you could do anything, what are the things you would want to do? And she wrote down a few things. And that's kind of where I need to get myself. I need to say, okay, if there's no limitations, Christine, what would you see yourself doing? And really, it's the being. It's not about the physical activities. It's that inner peace and contentment that you're fulfilling the purpose. And for me, there's a faith component that I'm, I'm doing what God's created me to do. And I'm being, I'm, I'm in flow. I'm allowing my life to to flow to others and in being in community. So in helping this this beloved person in my life, she's helping me in tremendous ways because 
what I'm trying to get her to is what I need to get to. Does that make sense? Yes. We all get stuck. We all get paralyzed in different ways. And when we start to think about how can we help someone else, sometimes what we're doing for them is what we need to be doing ourselves. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So here's my final question for you. What is your next step? We know what you want to avoid. We have this idea of where you want to go. We know what you're doing today. What is the next step? (laughs) Probably to really make a business plan because I have never done that. I've never been taught. How do you really make a business plan? And I'm not sure how to get help for that, but I need to pursue someone that can help me do that. Because like you said, Kevin, if I don't have a picture of the destination and and I certainly don't know how to get there, I, I need some help. Somebody who's been there, somebody who's done it, somebody who can mentor me. I, I need a mentor probably. Yeah. A mentor, you want to be my mentor? <laughs> somebody. Yeah. <laughs> well, Christine, I would like to just say this, that in talking to you today and listening to your story, I can tell you this much is that you're a person who's obviously had a very in-depth past. You've been through a lot, but it's really, as, as I listen to you speak, and I think anybody listening to this today can hear the absolute just beauty in your voice the beauty in your soul in this thing of that you have this woman here who you have so much potential. And I feel like, I feel like you just let yourself almost get stuck. You know, your yourself gets in the way. And, and I look at that and I think even of what you talked about with the, with the person who you're helping to take care of and listening to you talk about that. I would love for you to even start kind of thinking about that because maybe that's kind of where this is supposed to lead. You know, I'm, I'm a firm believer that things in this life, they all happen for a reason. Maybe you're put in the situation you're in right now for a reason to show you parts of you that maybe you didn't even realize before. And maybe that's for a reason to do something with it. So, so I would definitely just encourage you to maybe think about that, to think a little bit harder on what's going on now and ultimately take action because a year from now it's closing in on you. So you got to get moving. (laughs) Thanks a lot. No, I think you're absolutely right, Kevin. I really, (laughs) I believe I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be right now. And I, I get confirmations of that daily. I really, it's a blessing. I'm so thankful that I am able to walk alongside and be present. And I know that I'm not meant to be working like a regular job right now. Like I know my destiny is to be exactly where I am as this caregiver role. And I don't know how long that will last, but I do know that that God is doing a work in me because there's a lot of personal growth happening and I'm open for it. And you have to have time. That doesn't just happen. You have to intentionally have time for that. And by not 
being distracted with a bunch of other stuff, I'm able to do that. So I am very thankful. Yeah. Well, fantastic. Well, well, Christine, I would really like to sincerely thank you for for being so open and honest and, and being willing to come on the podcast today. And, you know, because I guarantee you this, you're not alone. And the chances are is that there's somebody who's been listening very intently to our conversation today because they resonate in their own life. And so I want to thank you for helping them and for being a guest here on the podcast. And I just, I I truly appreciate your time today. Hey, it's Kevin. I just wanted to pop in real quick. Hopefully you have enjoyed today's coaching call with Christine. I do want to remind you that if you would like to take advantage of one of these free coaching sessions with myself, well, please be sure to check out today's show notes where you can find a link for more details and information on how to get signed up. Until next time, just remember, this life, it's worth living, so get out and live it. Hey, real quick before you go, I have one last thought to leave you with. I, of course, hope that you've enjoyed today's episode, but more importantly, I want to remind you that I never want you to listen to an episode of this podcast to hear something that I have to say or that my guest has to share and think, wow, I wish I could be like them. I wish I could overcome my own challenges and do the great things that they are doing, but I just can't. Well, friend, that's where you're wrong. You are capable. You are able. And you darn sure are deserving of having all that you can imagine in this life. There's nothing special about me or any guests I have on this podcast. We are all just normal people trying to make it in this life. And so I encourage you to take a look at yourself in the mirror and remind yourself that, you know what? I can do it too. Now, of course, if you would like help along that way, reach out to me, whether that's as a listener of this podcast, a friend, or if you'd like to work with me as a coach, my contact information is inside of every episode's show notes, just like this one. So go down, check out my contact information and reach out to me today. With that said, I encourage you to take on the day every day with grit, grace, and inspiration.